Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here for the final look breakdown of the Week 9 NFL Main Slate and DraftKings. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates. Uh, before we get into the video, I want to thank you guys again for all the support. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. Uh, the easiest way to support me since all the content is free is leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when to upload videos and know when to go live. Closing in right now on 5.6 thousand subscribers. Uh, also, if you guys enjoy the content, spread the word, right? If you have friends that play DFS and you like the videos, you like the live streams, they're helpful, spread the word. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, if you guys cannot watch these videos, I do upload on Apple Podcasts as well. The link is in the description below, which is the DK DFS show. But with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So uh, before talking about players and their prices, let's uh, take a glance at these over-unders uh, and Vegas uh, spreads here. So uh, we have Ravens, Colts, it's currently a 48 over-under. We have Panthers, Chiefs, the 52.5 over-under. Chiefs are 10.5 point favorites. I believe right now that is the highest over-under on the board. Currently it is. Uh, Bears, Titans is a 47 over under. The Titans are 6.5 point favorites. We have Broncos, Falcons, it's a 50 over under. The Falcons are currently 4 point favorites. Uh, Texans and Jags, uh, 50.5 over under. The Texans are 7, half, or 7 point favorites. We have the Giants and, the, and Washington, it's a 43 over under. Uh, Washington's 2.5 point favorites. Oh, we, no, actually the Bills, Seahawks is the highest over under here. It's a 55 over under. We have Seahawks, 3 point favorites. Raiders, Chargers is a 51.5 over under. Uh, and then Cardinals, Dolphins, a 49 over under. The Cardinals, 4.5 point favorites. Steelers, Cowboys, 43 over under. The Steelers are currently 14.5 point favorites. And that rounds it out for the main slate. So we'll start at quarterback, as always. And a lot of these top guys are in plays. They're in really good spots. We have Mahomes at 8-1. Every single slate is in play. Every single slate. And honestly, um, I think if you have enough... If you're comfortable with enough of the value, there is there's some potential value plays, a few min price receivers that I think you can, can spend up a quarterback in cash, right? I've actually been doing it a lot, and it's, it's been working out for me. Um, now, again, I haven't been playing cash every slate, but uh, I think you can spend up a quarterback in cash games. Um, if you have the salary from Mahomes, have absolutely no issue. Again, you, you can have you can pair him with Hill, Kelsey, right? So um, Mahomes, again, is in play every single slate, and... Uh, someone that uh, I think is looks pretty good. Kyler Murray. You guys know my love for Kyler Murray. Now, every single time he's been in the main set, I've played him. Am I going to play him this week? <sighs> I don't know. Um, I want to, but it's just the price is no longer... We, we're not getting him at like an amazing discount like we were earlier in the year when he's in like the low to, to mid-6K range. So, the matchup's fair here against Miami. Um, I guess my one concern is... Miami's offense, am I confident that they can score enough points in this one to make it a really high-scoring game? I don't know yet. You know, what I saw out of Tua wasn't, it wasn't great, right? It was a lot of the Dolphins' defense. So, yes, Kyler Murray is in play. Um, I love playing him. Am I going to play him this week? Right now, I'm leaning towards no, but uh, the upside is through the roof on him. And, again, with his rushing ability, to it just raises his floor. Uh, you got a clear... A guy you compare him with, obviously, in DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think a ton of people will do that this week. 
So, yeah, Russell Wilson and Josh Allen in the same game both look really good. I think both are going to be pretty popular here in the highest over under game. This definitely has makings for a shootout. You have stacking, uh, you know, uh, ability on both sides here with the top two receivers are for Seattle and Metcalf and Lockett. Uh, on Buffalo, obviously, you have Diggs. You have a cheap John Brown. So, yeah, I like both those guys a good amount. Sean Watson, I think, will be pretty popular in a great spot. My one concern here is Jacksonville playing with the back quarterback. Again, can they score enough points uh, to keep this really competitive? And the reason why Watson is, he gets there a lot of the time is because they're always trailing, right? So it's, it's always good game script for, for, for Houston here. This is a game I think they're going to be playing from ahead. So, you know, do they rely on the ground game a little bit more? Maybe. Uh, but um, yeah, the, the price point and the matchup is still very, very fair here. So, Basically, all these guys at the top, and including Lamar Jackson here, too, at 6-9. Um, I know he had not that good of a week last week, but that was a really tough matchup. And again, he got a little bit unlucky there. He had, what, three fumbles, two picks? Or was it two fumbles? I thought it was only two fumbles. Um, either way, the floor is really high in him because of his rushing ability, like Kyler Murray, right? The matchup is not amazing, but this is just kind of a price point thing, right? 6.9K, a decent amount of people, including myself, played him last week, kind of got burned. So I don't know if a lot of people will go back to him. But the price dropped $500. So I've, once again, I think you can go to Lamar in both formats. Um, so yeah, really these top, what, one, two, three, four, five, six quarterbacks, I think you're in play in both formats, right? If you have, if you're comfortable with enough value, you can definitely spend up a quarterback in cash. Uh, Herbert at 6'8 uh, against this Raiders team, I think is, is a decent play. I do feel a little bit more comfortable getting to the guys above him. I think the upside is a little bit higher. And we, we did see 41 from him uh, two weeks ago against Jacksonville, but... I just think he's an okay play here in the mid-range. I'm probably not going to prioritize him. Now, Stafford, this is something to keep an eye on. There's still a chance he could play uh, without practicing this week. So, um, yeah, got to keep an eye on that. If he does play, yeah, he's okay, right? It's a, it's a good spot, but we haven't really seen any upside from him. Kind of same with Cousins, right? Minnesota's a run-first team. They only threw the ball 14 times last week. So, if they are playing from ahead, they are going to rely on the ground game yeah, I'm probably not going to get to Big Ben. I know it's an amazing matchup, but I'm not comfortable in Dallas. I'm not confident that Dallas can score enough. Matt Ryan is probably not for me. Um, you can always look to him in tournaments. Uh, yeah, Bridgewater at 6K, do you think flies under the radar? Now, Christian McCaffrey's coming back. Um, this is a game that projects to be playing from behind. I know Kansas City's been pretty solid defensively, but I think you could look to Bridgewater just way for GPPs. And then we've got some cheap plays. So a couple guys I think you can look to in cash you want to punt quarterback. One of those guys being Derek Carr. At 5'7". Um, you know, last week he was a guy uh, at first that I was pretty high on, but then since, you know, the terrible wind, we got off him. You know, obviously talked about that in the live stream. Um, you know, not, I, I kind of throw that game against Cleveland out, out the window. Uh, I'm not overly concerned about it. Previous weeks, 17, 24, 27, 20 fancy points. He's been pretty consistent. He did run the ball for 41 yards last week, which is a little bit surprising. Um He's been playing good, and I think he's. This is a game that is again one of the higher over unders of the slate. I think you can look to Derek Carr's way. Um, you have you know a guy you can definitely pair him with, and Darren Waller, Rivers. I know he's been good in back to back weeks, but the match against Baltimore, I'm not going to go there. Tua haven't seen enough for, for me to get confident there. Um, you can look to him if you want GPPs. Foles at five five. I think you can pull the trigger on him in cash if you want to. Uh, it's kind of a like, situation like Jimmy G, right? Are you really going to feel great about it? No. And you saw a lot of people play Jimmy G last week, and a lot of people got burnt. But the good thing here with Foles, 42, 39, 40, and 41 pass attempts. So he's throwing a lot. The matchup's good. 
And uh, again, you have guys you compare him with. You have Robinson, you have a cheap Mooney. So I think Foles is viable in both formats here. Um, let's see, Kyle Allen's at, or not Kyle Allen, um, Drew Locks at 5-2. Uh, kind of the same situation, right? It, it's, a, it's a good matchup. Do I feel amazing about it? No, because he's not that good of a quarterback. But I think he's he's at least in play. Again, are you going to feel good about it in cash? No, but I think you, you could go there uh, if you want to punt it. Uh, and that about wraps it up for me for quarterback. So, yeah, uh, mid-range, I'm not overly excited about for quarterback. It's it's probably going to be spend up for me or spend down uh, on a guy maybe like, like Derek Carr. I think you can consider Foles. Maybe even consider Drew Locke in there too. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm looking for quarterback this week. Running back, well, let's talk about it. McCaffrey, 8-5. He's going to be pretty low-owned this slate. Probably, you know, maybe the lowest-owned will we'll get McCaffrey this year because coming off the injury, there's no guarantees he's going to get his full work- workload. They said they still want to incorporate Mike Davis, so that's just going to get people off McCaffrey. But he is just a guy that uh, I still think is going to get a majority of the work He's very productive with his touches. Again, he's a wide receiver, basically, and a running back. And he's at a really cheap price point, right? First two weeks of the season, he was at 10K. He's at 8.5K now. So, yes, I I like Christian McCaffrey a lot for GPPs. Can I go there in cash games? I don't know just because the uncertainty of the workload, right? But I like his upside a lot here at this price. Now, Dalvin Cook, I think, is going to be very popular in cash especially if Stafford is out too, because then I'm pretty confident Minnesota will be playing from ahead in this game most of the time. And wait, we saw what they did against Green Bay, right? They basically abandoned the pass game when they were playing from ahead. And it was just Dalvin Cook, uh, you know, they just gave the ball to him 30 times in the ground. So is the ownership going to be up in Dalvin Cook? Yes. Is going to be pretty popular this slate? Yes. But I think he does look pretty solid for cash games. Um, especially if Stafford is out, I think that they rely on him, uh, or he could get even more uh, touches in a great spot. So I do like Dalvin Cook, and he's in play in both formats. Going to be popular either way. Derek Henry at 7-9, I'm just not going there. Uh, I'm just not doing it. No involvement in the pass game, a tough spot. Can he still get you there? Yeah, he can. If Tennessee's playing from ahead, he is upside to go for 25 to 30 carries. But I just think there's there's other running backs I like more, so I'm just not getting Derek Henry on the slate. James Robinson, I get it if you want to go there. It's a really good spot. But playing with the back of quarterback, am I confident that this Jags offense is going to run as well as it did with, with Minshew? Eh, maybe not. So that's the worry there with Robinson. And then we get to the two top cash game plays, in my opinion, at running back. James Conner at 6'9", against Dallas. 14.5 point favorites. Dallas has not been able to stop everyone, anyone. James Conner, bell cow back. All this is pointing to, to him being a really good cash game play. Um, he's a guy that you know could go for 20-plus carries in the ground. He does get some involvement uh, through the air as well, and the price is below 7K in a great spot. So I really like James Conner here for cash. Um, also really like Chase Edmonds for cash at 6'8". No Kenyon Drake. You know, Edmonds has been really, really good with his limited touches. Now he should get a majority of the work. Um, I, I just think it's, it, it's too cheap. So... I do like Edmonds a lot. I do like James Conner a lot. I think they're the two top cash game plays. You can even consider a guy Dalvin Cook. Like That's probably where I go for cash games. Cook, Conner, Edmonds. 
Mike Davis, 6'7". There's no way I'm going there with McCaffrey there. Zeke Elliott, I don't trust his Dallas offense. Carson, out. Josh Jacobs, status is up in the air. Either way, I'm not overly excited about it. Um, I think he's a fine play this price. Like, if you land in him as last piece, it's okay. But I'm not going to prioritize him. I'm not going to get to Gurley, even though they are favored. I just, I don't want to play Todd Gurley at that price. Edward Sorolevion, it's kind of a split right now. Kansas City abandoning the run a bit. I'm not going to go there. Taylor at 6K in a tough spot. They utilize two other running backs. No thank you. Gaskin on the IR. We'll talk about a couple possible punt plays from Miami, but nothing I really feel comfortable with. Now, Gibson at 5'8", I could see going to him. He did have 20 carries for over 100 yards last week. This is a game they're probably going to be playing from ahead. So I think you can consider him. I wouldn't go there and cash. Montgomery at 5'7", he's just a workhorse back. Um, and He actually did look pretty good on the ground last game against New Orleans in a tough spot. This is a much easier spot. Again, he's just playing the entire game. And uh, he's getting the targets right with no Cohen. So I think Montgomery, I think you can go there and cash games if you want to. I think you can. I think he's playable in both formats. I do kind of like him here in the mid-range. Definitely one of my favorite running back plays in the mid-range, that being Dave Montgomery. Duke Johnson at 5-6 is fine. Again, they still have, or David Johnson, so they still have Duke Johnson for passing down work. Um, this is a game they're probably playing from ahead. So maybe David Johnson does does uh, go for 20-plus carries in the ground. I think he's an okay play there in the mid-range. I'm not getting to Melvin Gordon. Um, let's see. Again, Le'Veon I'll pass on. Now, DJ Dallas at 5K, I think, is in play. Uh, they do have Homer is, I think, projected to be more like full go. So we'll see if Dallas does get a majority of work again. Um, yeah, if you, if you need a punt player, or cheap play, I think he's viable. But I'm not I'm not fully convinced he's, he's going to get a majority of the work with Homer looking to be more healthy this week. DeAndre Swift, I like the play in GPPs. Can't trust in cash. They still have AP. Carrion still gets a few snaps here and there. So, But I could see him getting there. I think he is definitely the best back here for Detroit, but obviously only for GPPs. Justin Jackson at 4-9. I think is a viable punt here on this slate at running back. Did have 17 carries. Uh, he's a guy that they're you know giving a bunch of targets through the air. 6-6-5 six, six, and five last few weeks. And it's a good spot. I think you can go to Justin Jackson. Can you go there in cash? I think you can. Um, because of just the price point and the matchup, not sure, right? They still utilize uh, Kelly, right? So he's not a true workhorse back, but at that price, he doesn't need to be. So yeah, I think he's fringe playable. With Dobbins and Edwards in a tougher spot against the Colts, probably not for me. Like You can go there in tournaments, but I'm not going to go out of my way to play them. Gallman, my issue here is that for some reason they gave carriers to Alfred Morris. Deion Lewis got a third down work, so... And not enough work for me to really feel super confident in that. Again, Wilkins, he actually got a majority of the work last game, but do I trust that? I don't trust it. Uh, and then finally, we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the Miami guys. I, I I'm just not comfortable with it. Uh, you know, no Gaskin, no Brita. They've Laird, Howard, Ahmed. Who knows? I don't think one will be like a true workhorse. So. If you're going to make me pick, I'll go Laird since he's the best receiving back here on this team. But I don't feel comfortable with those guys in cash. Uh, if you want to take a shot on one of those guys in GPPs, fine. But it's not for me, obviously, in cash games. Wide receiver, well, at the top, there's, again, a lot of good options in really good spots. Like Hopkins against Miami. Definitely pairing with Kyler Murray, who I love. Uh, I think that stack goes lower on this, on this, on this uh, slate. So that's in play for GPPs. Metcalf and Lockett. I do prefer Lockett for the discount here against uh, Buffalo. 
Uh, again, that game is projected the highest over under the slate. So yeah, for me, it's Lockett uh, over Metcalf. Can I go lock and cash? I don't know if I can go lock and cash. It's just his up and down nature. But um, I, I like the price point here. I like the matchup. Um, Diggs at 7-4 uh, against Seattle. And this is game stackable 100%. So yeah, all the guys really in the Seattle-Buffalo game are in play. Julio at 7-2 I think does look like one of the better uh, cash plays, especially if Ridley's out. I think the targets will be pretty safe for him. Um, so yeah, I do like Julio Dismount here. I think you can go for cash, uh, especially if Ridley's out. Hill, more suited for GPPs. Uh, Keenan Allen, I think, is another good cash game play here at the top at 7K. The targets, like I said, I, I talk about every week with him with the targets, but it's double-digit targets every single week and a good matchup. Sure, the price came up, but did it come up enough? I don't think so. I still like Keenan Allen a lot here. Again, Ridley, not looking like he's going to play. Uh, if he does not play, again, it's a bigger boost to Julio. We'll talk about a min-price guy who I think is in play that not a lot of people are talking about, that being Christian Blake. Robinson at 6'9". Well, you can definitely pair him up with Foles here, right? Targets have been a little bit shaky last few weeks, 9, 4, and 7. Uh, but, again, a good matchup here. Uh, I think you can look his way. Uh, I think he does go a little bit lower owned. Again, Lockett, Love is upside there in GPPs. Fuller, you know, him and Brandon Cooks are both in play here on this slate. Uh, again, nice pairing with Watson. I think will be popular. The upside in Fuller is pretty high in a good spot. Uh, targets have been pretty solid for him. A touchdown in every single game last four weeks, right? He's a guy that look into the red zone. Thielen at 6-7. If you want to get off a chalky cook, then you can look to Thielen, right? That didn't work out for me last week. Right? I, I, I went with the pass catchers on Minnesota, and obviously it, it was Cook. Um, but we, we know Cook's going to be pretty popular. So an interest or way to kind of leverage that is maybe you go Adam Thielen, right? Because he's a guy that does have upside here, clearly, in a really good spot. Other uh, options here at wide receiver. So uh, this next mid-range, I'm not super, super excited about it. All the Pittsburgh players, wide receivers, I should say, are viable, but more suited for GPPs. I think the cash game play is James Conner. G.J. Moore, I think, flies under the radar a bit, but he's just been a little bit inconsistent. Uh, the price point is viable, though, again, for GPPs. Talked about Cooks, talked about Fuller, both in play for me. Um, other options here, we do have Marvin Jones at 5-1, no Gallaudet. Good matchup. If Stafford's out, though, it, it does worry me a bit. Um, if Stafford is in, I feel more comfortable with Marvin Jones. Now, he did get the price hike, but, yeah, uh, he would be the number one receiver there in, in a good matchup. Again, Deontay Johnson, he probably is my favorite Pittsburgh receiver uh, here in this really good spot, but I think he's more suited for GPPs. Other options here at wide receiver. Let's see. John Brown is fine at 4-6. He's been... Not great last few weeks, but, you know, has been dealing with some injuries. Looking like he's going to be good to go uh, fully for this week in a good matchup, right? We've been wanting to target players against Seattle. So does John Brown finally get back on track here? I think it's definitely possible. Gage, I don't know if his role changes a whole lot if Ridley's out. Again, Blake's the guy I'll talk about here in a sec. Samuel with McCaffrey back, I think that does take a little bit of a hit to him. Is he still in play? Yeah, but I'm not overly excited about it. Let's see. Cheaper wide receivers that are viable here. Mooney. I, I like him a good amount here at 3-9. He played over 90% of the snaps last game. Five, five, seven, six targets. And uh, he's he's a guy that's getting a, a ton of air, uh, uh, air yards. Um, yeah, I like Mooney a good amount here in a good matchup. I think you can definitely pair him up with Foles. 
Um, either way, if you want to just use him as a one-off, I like it. So Mooney, definitely one of my favorite uh, value wide receivers here on this slate. I think Marvin Hall is viable here with no Galladay. He does probably get a, a majority of, of the snaps here. He had four catches and seven targets last week. Again, a good matchup. Would get a boost, obviously, if Stafford does play. Other options, Hamler 3-4 is viable if Tim Patrick is out. Patrick's status is up in the air. Hamler did play majority of the game with Patrick out. If Patrick's in, I'm not confident that Hamler does play the snaps they did last week. So this would be strictly dependent on if Tim Patrick plays. If Patrick's out, I think you can look to Hamler in a good matchup there against Atlanta. Um, other options at wide receivers. So let's talk about a couple I want to mention Let's see. Um, so, Christian Blake. He's at the flat mid. He came in uh, when, Rulia, when uh, Ridley was out. Uh, only had two catches on two targets, but he was the guy. Atlanta's kind of weird, right? They just It's not like a depth chart thing with, with them, right? It's not like, oh, the guy in the, who's number four on the depth chart it, it will it'll now take the role of, of, uh, of Ridley since he's most likely out. No, they have kind of like back wide receivers, right? So Blake backs up Ridley. Um, Zacchaeus kind of backs up Gage. Uh, so it, it's a little bit weird, but I think Blake, he, again, he basically played a majority of the game, 54% of the snaps. That's when Ridley went down, what was it, like around halftime or right before halftime, and then Blake came in, and again, he played basically the entire game. So 3K... Wide receiver, I think he will play majority of the game if Ridley's out. I think you can definitely look to him there at that price. Other options I want to talk about. So, Colts. T.Y. Hilton, doubtful. Marcus Johnson, min price. Status is up in there, but he's expected to play. In games that T.Y. has been in, eight targets, four targets. And he still will play like 60% of the snaps. So, if T.Y.'s out... I think Mark, you can definitely look to, to punt with Marcus Johnson. Now, sure, the matchup's not great, but, again, doesn't need a lot to get you there at that price. Let's see. Was there anyone else I wanted to talk about for cheap wide receivers? Talk about the, the Detroit guys. Um, I think that's it. I, and this is a super, super risky play, but... Jakeen Grant is at min price. He's a speedster with uh, Isaiah Ford now uh, not on the team. Um, that I think you can look to, uh, you can look to a guy like Jakeen Grant. But I, I would not go there in cash teams. Just a GPP play, right? He's min price. I think he does probably get a, a price or a, probably does get more snaps than no Ford. I think a lot of those out of the slot. We'll see though, right? So like you could, if you're if you're making a tournament lineup, you could go like Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, run it back with a cheap Grant, and hope he does get a majority of the slot work with Ford no longer there. But yeah, that's that's a super super risky play, um, and that that about wraps up for wide receivers. So let's move on to tight end. Yeah, Kelsey, like Mahomes, like Hill, and play every single week. Darren Waller, I like at five eight. I just I think he's a safe play. I think he's a little bit underpriced. He's just getting targeted a ton. The matchup's pretty solid here. Again, the second highest over under right now on the slate. Um, so I like the pairing of Carr Waller once again here this week. Uh, Hawkinson at five one. I think you can go there uh, with with no Galladay. They did have ten targets last week, but uh, I think I only go there if Stafford is in. 
Noah Fana, 4-6, I think looks okay. Did have nine targets last week. The targets have been there for him in a good matchup. The price, you know, is is all right. So, yeah, Font's fine in the mid-range. Ingram, kind of the same thing, a 4-3. Uh, back-to-back games of, of nine and ten targets. That looks pretty good for a guy at 4-3. Hayden Hurst and Henry, uh, these two guys I think are also viable. Hurst at 4-1 has just been super, super consistent. Targets have been there. He's running a ton of routes. Hunter Henry, good matchup, playing a majority of the game. 4K seems a little bit too cheap. So, yeah, there's a lot of pretty solid tight ends plays on this slate. Other options like Logan Thomas, I actually have punted with him the last couple weeks. It's worked out. Well, I had had a touchdown in back-to-back games, kind of bailed out. Uh, he's still running a ton of routes here. Yes, he's still playable, but I feel a little bit more comfortable with guys above him, guys like Henry, Hurst, Ingram. I just feel a little bit more comfortable with those guys than I do Logan Thomas at the moment, but I still think he's viable on this slate. Super, super cheap tight end plays. Not a lot here, like Irv Smith. If you think the Vikings are playing from behind, you can look to him at 2-9, is playing a majority of the game. You know, Eifert's back here. His price at 2-7. It's a good matchup, but playing with the back of the quarterback, are you confident in that? Yeah, you can consider it, but nothing you really feel amazing about. Uh, and then finally, defense here. So defense is tricky. Again, it's a super high variance position that usually I just punt it and hope it doesn't kill. If I just punt the position and hope whatever defense I play doesn't kill me. Um, so if you want to go play it safe, of course, right? The Steelers at the top, but you're going to have to play almost 5K for them. So is it going to be worth it? You're going to have to sacrifice a lot to get them in there. Other defensive options, like yes, Washington, I think it looks good. But 3.4K does, it feels like a lot to pay for uh, for defense. So what are the cheaper defenses I think you can consider? Well, I think you can look to the Vikings, especially if Stafford's out. I think the Vikings are a decent defense there at 2-4. I know they haven't been amazing, but against the back quarterback, that would I would feel decent about it. Uh, and then, you know, Falcons. You know, Denver is not great offensively. So, sure, Falcons defense has, has not been good. But I think you can at least look to them. You know, Cardinals defense at 2-9. I'm, I'm fine with that. Tua kind of struggled last week. So, yeah, there are some playable cheap defenses. Again, that's normally my route is I just punt it and, and just hope that the defense I play doesn't kill me. Uh, that's probably the route that I'm going to go with once again on this slate. Since defense, again, it's just such a, such a high-variance position. I wish DraftKings were removed, but I think most people do agree with me in that. Uh, but, yeah. That is going to wrap it up for the video today, guys. So, if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it. If you like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you don't want to go live. I will be live streaming for the main slate one hour before lock on my YouTube channel, going over everything, talking cash plays, GBP plays, and answering any questions you guys have at the end. So make sure to check out the live stream on Sunday morning, guys. Thanks again. I hope you guys have a good night, and I will see you all Sunday morning in the live stream.